Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I tell you, you talk down and fly like a sucker. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful Mayhem, blah, blah, fucking blah. You may be asking yourself, hey, you fat fuck, why are you wearing a Raiders jersey after what happened in that game? Look, let me, look let's go ahead and just fucking get it over with. So, I got a plethora of text messages following that game saying, Oh, either either one of two things. Either, oh, I'm so sorry that the Raiders got fucked. Or, um, fuck you, Raiders suck, we them boys. Um, both groups of people, fuck you. Um, I don't want to hear any of this shit. So, we're going to, let's let's run through this goddamn game. Because, um, yeah, some there were some intrusive thoughts coming into my fucking mind after that shit. So, Las Vegas Raiders, after a f- shit show of a year, really, barely able to make the playoffs. Like, six games going to goddamn overtime. I'm way too fucking at risk of uh, heart problems to be dealing with that kind of shit. Um uh, Fucking Gruden gets fired because he can't fucking just shut the hell up for a second and stop saying goddamn racist homophobic shit which you know granny said a long time ago whatever i don't know fuck john dang gruden fuck him uh henry ruggs possibly the best receiver on the team decides to get trashed in vegas and drive his car 130 miles an hour and kill someone and her dog which is fucking uh, laughable that they're uh, they charged his ass, which yeah, great. He killed the woman. Fucking, he should be in prison the rest of his life. Then they're like trying to charge him for murder for the fucking dog, which is bullshit. If I went outside and shot a fucking possum in the head, nothing would happen to me. But if I go outside and shoot someone's fuck or shoot some fucking Rottweiler, I'm you know, whatever. Um, so Henry Ruggs gone, uh, because he doesn't know how fucking Uber works. And knows you could just get you could get trashed every goddamn day you want, and I mean it's not like he can't afford fucking Uber. He was driving a goddamn Corvette, like leave that shit at your house. Go get trashed on the strip like everyone else, and take a fucking Uber or walk. Goddamn it! Like so, before we even get to the goddamn end of the season, we already have that that shit happening. Um. Then John Madden dies, and everybody's like, oh, you know, this is going to be the season. We're going to fucking do this for John Madden. Uh, okay, and and then you have this damn game, this, like, you know, win or lose, or uh, win or go home situation with the, the Chargers, and somehow pull one out on that game. I don't know. 
look, it is a fucking Christmas miracle that they won that game. It's a fucking miracle that they even made it to the playoffs. So, they make it to the playoffs. I am ecstatic. No, I don't think anyone understands how much of a fucking Raiders fan I am and have been my entire life. Grow, grew up in East Texas. Everybody's a goddamn Cowboys fan. Fuck the Cowboys. Uh, everybody, oh, you Weedem boys, Weedem boys. Um, you know, and then it's all bullshit. Every game is, you know, we would have won, but the refs fucked us. We would have won, but, the, you know, the fucking refs. And it's always a bunch of bullshit. So Raiders go to the playoffs. They're playing Cincinnati Bengals, a team that has no, also has no business being in the playoffs. Uh, it's it's goddamn, it's the fucking LSU Tigers, but you know, graduated. Um, and then everybody's shitting on, oh well, you know, if they win, it'll be their first playoff win in thirty-one years. Who gives a fuck? Why? Why do we have this thing of celebrating fucking mediocrity? That just because you've sucked for three decades, that it means oh, this is going to be amazing. Like no. Everybody, Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, all these people should have been shitting on him about losing for thirty fucking years. They are, they might be statistically the worst team of my lifetime, almost in any sport. So there's this thing. Oh, you know, fucking Joe Burrow's gonna lead us there. Joe Burrow looks like a fucking eight year old. Uh, then blah blah blah. So they go in, have this game. Does not look that great throughout a lot of the game. So first first chunk of the game. Um, so Alex Leatherwood, the offensive lineman for the Raiders, it is a miracle he is not he has not been killed. Um, that motherfucker apparently started playing football six months ago because he doesn't know what a goddamn holding is. He doesn't know what a false start is. Um, I mean the dude's half a fucking moron. So he's already fucking us a little bit, but it's salvageable. There's a, we're never like too far behind. It's always close enough to where we could easily come back then. So I don't know who the fucking Cincinnati had some deep pockets and is paying off these fucking officials, um, which I get. Everybody says, Oh, every, you know, you shit on the Cowboys because Cowboys fans always blame the rest. No, no, no. You guys fuck yourselves. Case in point, fucking Exhibit A, their playoff game against the fucking 49ers. Um, you, I mean, they all, every fucking Cowboys fan I know, which is damn near everybody I know, is like, oh, the ref, the ref fucked it. He should have had that ball, blah, blah, blah. No. Who in the fuck thinks that you have 14 seconds left and you need a touchdown? You need a fucking touchdown touchdown not a field goal nothing you need a fucking touchdown you have 14 seconds to get it and you decide to do a goddamn qb sneak i don't know how so mike mccarthy the fucking coach of the cowboys which if anybody remembers whenever he was the coach of the packers apparently his favorite thing to do is to lose playoff games in the most insane ways possible fucking did it uh against the 49ers which granted I'm glad because fuck the Cowboys. But to compare the two, to compare what happened to the Raiders and what happened to the Cowboys, they're not the fucking same. The Cowboys lost that game on their own because they are idiots. You did a QB sneak when you have 14 seconds left, and you're pretty fucking close to the end zone. You could have ran three Hail Mary plays, but instead you're going to do a QB sneak, 
and try your ass off to get to the and then apparently Dak Prescott doesn't know how to play football either because he just sets the ball down and just starts going. You can okay, you can't just set the fucking ball wherever you want and then uh start playing. Like otherwise you I mean teams would just set that fucker at the 1 yard line every play. Like you have to give the ball to the ref, the ref has to set it. That ref and everybody's shitting on him saying, "Oh, he took his sweet time." Fuck no, he didn't. You can see in the replay that fucker hauling ass down the field to try to get to the ball. And then the offensive line basically blocks him out so he can't even get to the ball. So he's like pushing his way through and he just sets it down, which he really didn't even have to do. He, what should have, I mean, in a real situation, he would have, they would have reviewed the yard line. They would have had to take all this time to figure out where the ball actually should have went. Um, he didn't, he was like trying his hardest to get the fucking Cowboys one more play. So you want to blame the ref on that one. You're out of your goddamn mind and you're just a bitch Cowboys fan. Like all of them back to the Raiders. So the Raiders are playing this game. Um, couple of stupid decisions, couple of bad calls. Um, I mean, not bad calls. I mean, all the calls that went against the Raiders, they deserve. Uh, Alex Leatherwood is a fucking idiot. Um, there was a bunch of shit. So, um, Darren Waller doesn't do a goddamn thing. So, apparently, whenever he was off uh, with his injury, he was probably back to, on fucking drugs. Um, Crosby, too, because he didn't do a goddamn thing until, like, one play. And it was like, oh, you go back to fucking smoking meth. Jesus Christ. Um. So... Let's get to the play. So, so, which everybody's been has probably heard all this shit already, but I don't care. So, Joe Burrow runs. So at this point, we're like down by a touchdown. Nothing crazy. Joe Burrow's runs. He jumps out of bounds, but before he lands out of bounds, throws it back in bounds. Touchdown. So. As far as that goes, great play by Joe Burrows. I still think he looks like a fucking 10-year-old and um, with his little douchey sunglasses, but whatever. That was It was a pretty goddamn good play, and Joe Burrows is actually a really good quarterback. So, But when he runs and jumps out of bounds, granted his feet do not touch before he throws the ball, they blow the whistle while the ball is in the air. So everyone just fucking stops what they're doing. Everybody on the Raiders team stops what they're doing. And the Bengals. And when the Bengals receiver catches it in the end zone, he doesn't celebrate. He doesn't do a fucking 15-minute dance uh, or go throw the ball into the uh, stands to some kid with cancer. He fucking just stands there and just goes, oh, okay, well, it's, you know, plays dead. And then, no, this uh, fucking refs call a touchdown. The, the play was dead. When you blow a whistle, the play is dead. You repeat the play. That's the rules. And then the fucking NFL analysts and commentators are like, oh, well, you know, every year there's always some new thing that we find out. No, no, no. This isn't a new thing. There is a written rule about how this works. Don't give me that bullshit. The NFL analysts and all those fuckers like Phil Simms, Boomer Sison. I mean, you fuckers sucked when you played football. So don't give me that shit. Phil Simms, the only reason you have a fucking ring is because you had a coked out Lawrence Taylor on your team. Um, and Boomer Sison hasn't won a goddamn, did never did shit. So you have, uh, what am I saying right now? So you have this play happen, and the play is whistled dead. So the play's done, but then they count it as a fucking touchdown. 
everyone knows that that is not how that works. This isn't like some like unheard of thing where we're just like, oh, we don't know what to do. Let's review it next year. And then they have the fucking audacity. Harry Potter and the audacity of this bitch. They have the audacity to say, well, we as the NFL are not going to release the statement until after the game. Oh, I wonder why that is. Could it be that you're waiting to see if the Raiders win so that you don't really have to take up any fucking ownership for it? You can say, well, it doesn't matter. See, look, Raiders won, so no big deal. Or you wait to see if the Bengals win, so now you have to go, oh, fuck, we have to apologize. And then they do some bullshit like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Look, I also, I, I'm not encouraging violence, but if I were to get a notification, a little ding on my phone, TMZ, doom, 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 and it said, entire officiating crew of Raiders Bengals playoff game found dead uh, in a river. Uh, in you know northwest cincinnati wouldn't be that upset i would actually probably i would take my shirt off take my jersey off take the un, the shirt under this off and wave that fucker around walking up and down goddamn downtown so uh not telling anybody to kill the referees but if you did is it really a loss so yeah and and so they know that this isn't what's supposed to happen and they don't even review it. How the fuck? So you can review all this shit. And then, you know, whenever the uh, Cowboys for Niners game happens, they're reviewing every fucking thing. And they do it every game. It's not even just that one. So you can review all this shit, but you can't review that. And then they're like replaying it and, and everybody's saying, oh, no, the whistle was blown after he caught it. No, the fuck it wasn't. When you watch the replay, the whistle is blown while it's in the air about halfway between Joe Burrow and the receiver. It is in the fucking air. So when that whistle blows, it whistle blows, play is done. And they don't do a goddamn thing about it. Then how much and and how much do the Raiders lose by? A fucking touchdown. And almost had, so they would have won this game because had that touchdown not have counted, replay the, the thing, whatever. Um, you know, and they don't score a touchdown. Let's say Cincinnati gets a field goal. Um, cause they were still close to the end zone. So they probably would have just kicked the field goal. I'm sure they would have got the field goal when the Raiders are on their last drive. They almost get a goddamn touchdown. Like they are close to coming back and tying this game up. But in that situation, they could have settled for a field goal and tied it and gone into overtime. If they wouldn't have counted that bullshit touchdown and Bengals kick a field goal, Raiders go in. Uh, last drive, all they got to do is kick a field goal. So they're still going to go for the touchdown, but you can run your plays completely differently. Your clock management is different. Everything's different. Um, granted, I don't trust Derek Carr to know what the fuck to do in that situation because he's damn near just as dumb as Alex Leatherwood. Uh, so whatever. Um, but still, the, chan- the chances are astronomically higher that the Raiders come out and at least they go into overtime and we you know try it out again. Um, that is, that's the gist of what happened in that game. Um, you know, and then, and oh, fucking, and like when they go into, cause I think it was, it was like right before halftime when that touchdown happened. And then they go into halftime and you have like, who was it? Bill Cower and like all these people. And they're like, well, you know, yeah, it was a, it was a bad call, but the Raiders have been making a lot of mistakes. Irrelevant bitch irrelevant 
It doesn't matter how many mistakes the Raiders have been making. They could be getting a flag on every fucking penalty. That still was a touchdown that was not supposed to happen. And they lose by a goddamn touchdown. So they lose by the touchdown that was handed to them by these fucking refs that need to get shot in the goddamn head. Not telling anybody to do it, but if you did, hell yes. You deserve a fucking parade throughout the streets of Las Vegas. You'll go to prison, but, you know, whatever. It's It seems square to me. So now, the fucking Bengals are going to probably win the goddamn Super Bowl, and I'm going to go lay on a fucking railroad track somewhere. Jesus Christ. Like, that, that was such a fucking... The NFL has become such a letdown. Like, in the last, let's say six, seven years. Um, I mean, from just pussifying it to an such an extreme. And then like, I mean, I don't remember watching games like NFL games where the officiating was so bad. And you would think with like technology getting so much better and the fact that there the rules have changed to where they can review more things. You would think that the officiating would be damn near perfect. Like, sure. They're going to make some mistakes. Like it's, but also, why do they only have a few refs? Like, they should have the entire sidelines filled with, like, 50 of them. I mean, having, like, what, there's six out there? Like, of course they're going to miss shit. And you got one of them that's over there just talking to the coach the whole fucking time. He's not paying attention to shit. Also, the refs are, like, a lot of the refs are, like, 70 years old and can barely fucking move. Shit is absurd. Like, I'm not saying the Raiders would have went to the Super Bowl. Chances are, so let's see, the Bengals would, So the Raiders probably would have, would have ended up playing the Bills. Yeah, the Raiders would have. No, or the, no the Raiders would have played the Titans. Oh, fuck. Well, I mean, that would have probably been a blowout. But also, no way we could know that now because of the fucking. Oh, God damn, dude. Like. I just don't get how you can be a referee in the NFL, which means, which should mean that you're one of the top. Well, I mean, how many refs are there in the NFL? 30? Probably like total. So that means you're in the top 30 best football referees in the country, and you can be that bad at it. I mean, granted, you look at like the coaches, some of the coaches in the NFL, I mean, like those, those should be the 32 best head coaches in all of football in the country. And, you know, Mike McCarthy decides to do a goddamn QB sneak with 14 seconds left. Um, I look, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know if they all have fucking COVID and they're just trying to, I don't know. Fucking hell, man. And I would like, I called, the, I was like, you know, them moving to Vegas is just not a good idea. It's that place is look, I love Las Vegas. It is my favorite place on the planet. But it is not a place that a bunch of twenty-four year olds with ten million dollars need to be living. And what fucking happens? Henry Ruggs kills a bitch and her dog. Um you know, because he decides to drive drunk. Would this have happened if they were still in Oakland? Probably not. Um, 
if they would have moved to San Antonio, like had been ta- had been discussed, would he have done that? Probably not. Um, it just seems like a bad decision, and I don't know. It is really fucking difficult being a Raiders fan because you have to deal with this shit all the time. And like I was watching the game with some friends, and and he's a Packers fan. So he and he was like, "Man, like I can't watch Raiders games; they're too stressful." I'm like, yeah, welcome to my fucking world. Like I've been living this shit since I was like five years old, just watching every game losing by a fucking twat hair, and then you get to be a fucking Packers fan, and oh, every every season season you go to the goddamn NFC Championship. I mean, at least you won a Super Bowl. You know when you could remember it. Last time the Raiders went to the Super Bowl, I barely even remember this shit. <laughs> and they were even like talking about how like the Raiders haven't won a playoff game in what was it like 22 years like yeah sounds about right or 20 years I think or 19 I think it was 19 years that the Raiders uh, won their last playoff game makes fucking sense because I mean I barely remember it I wasn't old enough to like even appreciate it which I'm kind of glad I'm not old enough to remember because if you go back and watch that fucking Super Bowl it's one of the biggest fucking uh, on-field abortions of any Super Bowl. Look, I say Antonio Brown got out at just the right fucking time because there's something going on with the NFL that is a bunch of bullshit. Uh, people want to, you know, shit on Antonio Brown for how he left, but he might have made the best decision out of anybody in this whole league to just, you know, get down to your fucking skivvies and just jumping jacks across the field, chunk those fucking gloves in the stands and call it a fucking year. I mean, and go make a mixtape. <laughs> oh my God, man. Like it's just insane to me that like, it could just be that much of a shit show. Like how much does the NFL make? Like, isn't the NFL worth like, it's something like $111 billion, I think. I think that's the number that I've read about how much the NFL is worth. It was something like that, like, or the media rights maybe were $111 billion. Oh, the NFL is worth so much money. I'm pretty sure it was $111 billion. How could it be, like, so shittily managed? Like, there are fucking mom-and-pop goddamn gas stations that are managed better than the entire NFL. Uh... Shit, I bet there are high school refs in fucking Mississippi that could have called that game better than those refs. Um, it just, it makes no sense. Like, I mean, I knew the players were getting CTE, but goddamn, I didn't know that shit was, you know, getting to the uh, refs and coaches for fuck's sake. Like, I mean, John Gruden doesn't know how to keep his emails fucking encrypted. <laughs> Oh, God damn. Like, there's always something. There's always something with the Raiders where they just do the dumbest shit possible. Hire the dumbest people. Hire John Gruden. And, I mean, what the fuck do you think was going to happen? You think John... Like, you didn't have a sneaking suspicion that John Gruden says fucked up stuff on a daily basis. That dude is out of his goddamn mind. And, like... Every player fucking hated him. Like you, like you see all these interviews with like former players, like Keyshawn Johnson, Warren Sapp, like all these players, they fucking hated him. 
I mean, and then like his biggest decision or not decision, but like his goal is like, I want Derek Carr to be like our franchise quarterback. Why? Like, you don't think that there is a better quarterback out there than Derek Carr, than David Carr's little brother. You think that that's the guy you you want to build a fucking franchise around. Like, look, and look, when Derek Carr is good, Derek Carr is good. But when he's bad, that shit is fucking bad. Like, like the decision-making for him under pressure is so fucking terrible. Like, he's just one of those quarterbacks. Like, there's certain types of quarterbacks. So, like, the best quarterbacks of all time, Brady, Eli Manning, Brett Favre, whoever, um, uh, Cordell Stewart, <laughs> fucking Vinny Testaverde. Uh, no, like Brady, Rogers, Favre, like all these, all those guys that are like the legends, Drew Brees, like legends of the quarterback position. If they start fucking up at some point, like let's say early in the game, they make a couple bad decisions, maybe throw a pick, they come out after halftime and are perfect because they figure out like, no, fuck that. I don't make mistakes. I'll take the pressure and I will actually perform better under pressure than I did when we started the game when there was less pressure. Like when, like when Tom Brady is down at halftime, like you need to expect that you are going to lose that game because he's going to come out and throw goddamn seven touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, when, when is Aaron Rodgers the best at his like, time as a quarterback when they're down and they need like when they're doing like a two minute drill that fucker look Derek Carr the second that anything goes to shit I mean he I would I would handle it better than he would and I fucking have a panic attack every goddamn 15 minutes I would handle that stress better than he does like that son of a bitch man and like John Gruden's like you, like it's not like you didn't watch the games. Like you were a fucking commentator the whole the whole time that you weren't coaching. So you've been commentating these fucking Raiders games. Then you get hired to be the coach. How was it? How was your first decision not get his ass out of here? How much is it going to cost to get Russell Wilson here? That's what we need. And then and they were like you know entertaining the idea of Tom Brady going. They were entertaining the idea of Aaron Rodgers going. Entertaining the idea of Russell Wilson going. Why the fuck are those three people still where they're at? Why are they not in goddamn Vegas? One of them could have fucking made it. I mean, Aaron, I mean, maybe not Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that that was ever going to happen. But the Brady thing looked kind of fucking promising. And Brady didn't have any fucking ties to Tampa Bay. He didn't really give a shit where he went. He was just like, let me go to a team that has a lot of talent, like potential talent, and I will lead that team to the Super Bowl. And look what he did in Tampa Bay. And he's probably going to do it again this year. Guarantee you fucking Brady makes it back to the Super Bowl and wins again. Eight goddamn rings. Uh, But I know that for a second, it had, the idea had been entertained that he would go to Vegas when he left New England. If, look, I don't know if maybe, look, I thought when Al Davis died, like, I was so fucking happy when he died. Because I thought, finally, that dumb son of a bitch is rotting in hell. And, you know, maybe his son won't be as dumb. All you got to do is look up a picture of Mark Davis's haircut and you will find out just how stupid he is. I mean, and then, 
you know, and then the move to Vegas, I don't know. Maybe it is a good move. I don't know, like, what their money situation is, like how much money they've made with the move to Vegas. I mean, they damn sure weren't making money in Oakland. So they had to get out of that fucking shithole. But there were so many places they could have went instead. San Antonio was the big option I always remembered hearing. And I don't know. I still don't understand why they didn't go to San Antonio. But they didn't. So you got, you know, like it just makes no fucking sense to me. Like, how do you not? (sighs) Jesus. And then, yeah, like John Gruden is like, no, I want to build a fucking franchise around Derek Carr. Like, you could have got, I mean, Russell Wilson was dying to get out of Seattle. He didn't want to be there. And Brady confirmed he was leaving New England. How is it that you didn't, like, give Brady everything he wanted to get him on their team? Like, what, what, you want to build a fucking franchise? Don't worry about what's going to happen 10 years from now. We might all be fucking dead. California just had a goddamn tsunami. Like, there's no telling. I mean, one of those volcanoes blows up, you know, closer to here, and we're all fucking toast. Uh, don't worry about building a team that's going to be good in 10 years. Build a team that's going to win now. Like, like I remember reading this, like, book about the Yankees, and it was, uh, like, whenever they had what they call it, Murderer's Row, or the, the Bronx Bombers, uh, something like that. Whenever when it was, like, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, like all those dudes. And whoever it was that was the owner, I fucking always forget his name. Not Bud Selig. Bud Selig was a commissioner. But anyways, that all the other, the reason that the Yankees started to like shine over the Red Sox and, um, you know, Cubs, White Sox, like all these other like teams that were in cities that had a lot of money. It wasn't just a thing about being in New York City. Chicago at that time was fucking loaded. Uh, I mean, Al Capone was, you know, making billions or in today's money billions. Um, so, but the reason that the Yankees went above is because the owner said, stop worrying about building a team that's going to be good in 10 years, build a team that's going to win this year, and then we'll worry about it next year. And next year we'll do the same thing. We will figure out, oh, who's a player who's like really good, but is kind of on his last leg. Fucking come here. Come here, we'll pay you for, you know, a year or two, and then you can retire. But in that year or two, we got a guy who's been here, knows what he's doing, will win a World Series. And they've won goddamn, what, 27 or 23 World Series? And the Yankees did that shit again, because then you have that era gone, the Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth era. And they kind of hit like a little bit of a dip. And then a new owner comes in and says, hey, we need to bring that shit back. Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, Yogi Bear, all these people. Then they went a fuckload of World Series. Uh, same situation. They're not worried about who's going to be good. Mickey Mantle was like pissing the bed every night. Joe DiMaggio's out banging Marilyn Monroe, uh, you know, but he's still what he had like some record that I think just got broken, like the most consecutive games with hits or whatever. I mean, then another dip. But they don't freak out about the dip. They say, like, who who can we get right now that will lead us to a championship? Now we have the era, Whitey Ford, Reggie Jackson, uh, you know, all those dudes. And then they win again in the set in 77. Then they do it again in the fucking late 90s, early 2000s with Jeter and Giambi and, and all those dudes. 
That's how you fucking make a legendary franchise. You don't worry about, well, you know, we're going to rebuild and have a team that's going to be good in 10 years. No, it's like, what can I do to win now? And that's what the Buccaneers did. They got Antonio Brown's crazy ass in there. They don't care that he's out of his fucking mind and, well, you know, fucking forge a vaccine card. They don't give two shits. They're like, bring him in. He's one of the greatest receivers of all time. Can he still catch a ball and make it into the end zone? Great. He's uh, Buccaneers material. Uh, They bring Gronk back in, uh, who's in the middle of apparently doing 5,000 commercials, and uh, bring his uh, big dumb ass in and say, hey, Gronk, can you still – can Gronk catch football? Yes, Gronk catch football. There you go. And now he's on the team. And what happens? They win a goddamn Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that most people argue – unbeatable uh and and probably one of the most talented teams in nfl history like just stacked fucking talent then you have yeah then you have buccaneers doing the same thing but those people haven't been on the team except for uh chris evans and mike godwin like those are the only guys that were on that team that had been on that team with like the winston the Jameis winston era brady's era they bring in gronk bring in Antonio brown Ndamukong Sue. Um, I mean, there was a, a couple other people. Like, they bring in all these guys because they're like, we are going to win now. Like, yeah, Brady ain't going to be here that long. But it, in the couple years he's here, we're damn sure going to the Super Bowl. Damn sure going to win it. I mean, like, how is it that the Raiders can't do that? Or any team. Any team could do it. But 31 of them, actually, no, because the Rams kind of did it, too. The Rams brought in uh, Vaughn Miller, traded golf for Matt Stafford. I mean, they did, like, a version of it. And look at the Rams. They're fucking killing it. So how is it that the Raiders don't understand how this works? Like, I mean, my whole lifetime, they were switching out quarterbacks every fucking three games. I mean, they get Jamarcus Russell who everybody thinks is going to be, you know, the next fucking, I mean, what, I don't know what they thought Jamarcus Russell was going to be, to be honest, but Jamarcus Russell was amazing in college. You don't see, you mean to tell me you don't see any signs when you're meeting with them, training camp, all this stuff that he might be super fucking mentally unstable and just doesn't like football. Like, I feel like it wouldn't take long to find out whether somebody actually gives a shit or not about football when you're in like a training camp or meeting. Jamarcus Russell did not care about football and he gained a fuckload of weight. He just didn't care. And he is the biggest upset from like good to bad in league history. So thank you Raiders for that shit. And then they go through like what? Uh, Kerry Collins. What the fuck is he on this team? Uh, what, Terrell Pryor, wasn't he a quarterback on the Raiders for a little bit? Like, and Derek Carr, actually, in the beginning, when they went to the playoffs back in 2016, I was like, damn, Derek Carr is actually not too bad. Um, Like, very uh, kind of like old school, like Jeff Garcia-ish. Um, kind of looked like a young uh, Aaron Rodgers. Was sort of, actually, the fucker reminded me of, Rome, of Tony Romo. And that came to fruition in every way possible. Um, oh, God damn, man. Like, 
Like, I swear to God, I cannot handle this too many more seasons. I end up sucking on a fucking shotgun barrel. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, well, congratulations to the fucking Bengals. You got given a fucking uh, next chance. And if you go to the Super Bowl, I'm jumping off a fucking building. No, if you win the Super If you go, then just whoever the fuck you're going against, that's my team for the for the rest of the year. Uh, if you go to the – if the Bengals make the Super Bowl and win, mark my words, jumping off of a building. So if I were you, I, I'll tell you the building ahead of time so you aren't anywhere near it because that fucking shockwave, you would think that goddamn volcano uh, that gave California tsunami was bad. Shit. Be a damn tsunami all throughout the fucking Midwest. Be a tsunami in fucking Topeka, Kansas. So, anyways, um, well, that's about it for that. I'm gonna go take a shit and cry myself to sleep. Fuck, god damn it, man. And oh, and then also, uh, Cowboys fans, uh, suck my pole. I don't want to hear any of your fucking bitching about this. You think you got fucked by the refs? You ain't get nothing. Mike McCarthy ruined your game. Do not compare us. We are, uh, me, or all Raiders fans, we are not the same as you. Okay? Not the fucking same. Cowboys fans, fuck, they're, it's just a fucking obnoxious group of people. It really is. And look, and I've, I've seen like how Eagles fans are and like how, I mean, Saints fans are pretty rough, too, because you live in that fucking third world country and are fucking proud of the proud of that shit and proud of the Saints. Who dat? Um, so, I mean, Saints fans aren't a whole lot better, but Cowboys fans are the worst fans in all of sports. I'll take Red Sox. I'll take some fucking 300 pound chick. Yeah, bastard. Uh, no, my God, see a power. Like, I'll take that shit over. Like, these people are like, Ezekiel Elliott's the best. Ezekiel is not even your best fucking running back. Okay, Pollard's better than his ass. And he's about to be gone. He'll be gone next year. So, uh, we'll see how fucking good you do then when when you finally realize that Ezekiel Elliott is, you know, a little... Well, I don't want to go into that, but... There's just something a little off about his relationship with Dak Prescott. I don't think Dak Prescott sees it that way. I think he's kind of just like, oh, we're friends. And I think Ezekiel Elliott's like, yeah, we're friends. Like, it's different. So, y'all have fun with that shit. All right, well, be sure to like and subscribe. (laughs) Goodbye.